Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, What Matters Most is student loan scams. And for this discussion, I'm thankful to be joined once again today by Laura Helmick, Business Development Officer and our resident student loan specialist at First United. Hey, Laura, how's it going today? Doing good. How are you doing today, Eric? I'm doing very well, and I appreciate you joining me for a second episode in a row to talk about student loans. Unfortunately, this this time we're talking about something pretty pretty serious. Student loans themselves are serious, but then what happens on the, the dark side of student loans, the scams that are um, out there? Oh, yes. And, and I appreciate you letting me speak upon this um, because this has become a very big problem. And a lot of the reason that I kind of reached out to you, right, and mm-hmm. asked you, hey, I'd love to be able to do something um, in regards to the student loan scams because they are becoming very prevalent right now. And yeah, you I just, just had, had something recently, right? Yes, I did. I had a customer just last week um, go through one of the scams that we're about to talk about. And he had went through, had done all the paperwork and that. And as soon as he hung up the phone, he had a sick feeling in his stomach like, I don't oh, think I should no. have done this. Um, he did contact one of our offices and the office got him in, in, in contact with me immediately. And um, I worked with him. And thank goodness he had the hindsight to call as, as quickly as he did, because I think that we were able to help him resolve that issue. That's good. That's in good. regards to that, yes. Mm-hmm. So what kind of scams are there out there? I mean, is it just that they're, they're presenting to them? Here's a low-cost loan option. And then they start sending money to random person? Well, what is happening is right now, um, especially with students getting ready to graduate college and also with the emphasis on student loan debt um, that we hear all the time, um, there are a lot of marketers out there that are contacting students they get they get mailing lists right they get lists from either credit bureaus or things like that that will detect if somebody is a recent college graduate if they have had past due payments on their student loans or even defaulted on student loans and then they also look at students or borrowers that have a high amount of student loan debt so what these companies are doing is that they're engaging borrowers with promises of like, hey, I'm going to be able to reduce your loan payments mm. or I'm going to be able to reduce your interest rate. Uh, one of the biggest things that these companies are promoting to customers is, is that I can help you get your loan forgiven. So, of course, what's going to happen if you're a student that recently graduated or have been having problems paying your thirty dollars or $40,000 worth of student loan debt, what makes you excited, right? right? Less Forgiving. payments or no payments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just forgive this. Yeah. So they, they are very good 
at playing on your pain points um, on that. So, you know, that that that's going to be what they're going to roll out with you when they're first talking to you. And the thing that is usually getting people excited is the loan forgiveness. Right. So, yeah. So are there, yeah. are there red flags that people can kind of watch for the, oh, to, to know, you know, when am I right. being scammed? <laughs> <laughs> right. And probably the biggest red flag is going to be that they are going to be offering you the service for a fee. So they are going to go over with you and ask you how much student loan debt you have and 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 things like that. And then they're going to go in and say, you know what, I can either get your loans consolidated and get you into a either smaller payment or an income-based repayment and also work on getting your loans forgiven for a fee. That fee can range anywhere from $200 to $1,000. What, and that should always be the red flag for anybody because within the student loan industry, right? We have both the federal loan program that is run by the federal government. And we also have students sometimes take out private loans. I can guarantee you that by contacting either the the federal, um, you know, your your loan servicer for your federal loans or your loan servicer for your private loans, you can do these things for free. Okay, going through and going through a federal loan consolidation through the federal government does not cost you any money to do. So it is a free service. So right when they start asking for money, that that has to be your biggest red flag. From my experience of just last week, what my customer was paying for was a one-time upfront fee of $500 to this company. And then he had also agreed to make $60 payments every month for 36 months to this company for their service. Now, was it a legitimate, I'm like, is it a service? I know it's a scam, but is it, uh, uh, were they actually doing what they said they were going to do? What they, when you start looking at the fine print within the contracts that you are signing, all that this company was doing was going to be providing a document service. What that basically (laughs) means is that they were going to fill out documents for the customer. To try and do the thing that you could do for free yourself. To do the thing correct that you can do for free um, on that. And that's, and they really do, um, you know, and it, it says it within that contract. If you really look at the fine print, a lot of the other companies will also tell you that they are a credit repair company. So for a lot of students that may be having their pain point of having a defaulted or past due student loan, um, that is making them excited that they can repair their credit. Um, But it's not that easy to repair credit. And if you did want to go and repair credit, there are a lot of agencies out there that offer free credit counseling. 
um, to be able to do that. So, yeah, like I said, that that is probably the first red flag is that if they are asking you for a fee and they are asking you for a credit card number or anything, um, that's red flag number one. Gotcha. Okay. Now, if they are saying that they are going to be able to reduce your monthly payments based upon your income, those they are also going through a federal loan benefit of the income-based repayment, right? And that, again, just like with student loan consolidation or anything through the federal loan programs, is something that you are able to do yourself, with your loan servicer if you are wanting to possibly look at getting your payments done because you have to supply information to your loan servicer they're going to be asking you probably for your prior year's tax returns and that is what they use to calculate what your income-based repayment is going to be again it's never at any cost Right. Okay. Um, and then the last thing, and that was one of the first things that we mentioned, was the immediate loan forgiveness. Um, and this is the thing that really burns me up when 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 these scammers are saying that there is an immediate loan forgiveness. I've been doing education loans now for about thirty years, and. I also have children that have taken out federal loans in in the past. There is no such thing (laughs) as an immediate loan forgiveness. Right now, especially through the federal government, um, really the fastest that you can get a loan forgiveness through your federal loans is going to be by what is called the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. Now, what that is, is is that that does require the borrower, the student borrower, to work in a public service job for 10 years. So they have to be working for a nonprofit, and they have to show proof of that every year to show that they've been doing that for 10 years. Once they do that, if there is a balance, because during that 10 years, there's still going to be some type of payments being made on that loan. But after 10 years of performing public service or working in a career in public service, the federal government does forgive your loan. So it, it is a great program. But again, that's the that's the fastest way is going to be 10 years. <laughs> so it's after not quite that, immediate. Yeah, and it's not immediate. And and I can say that because uh, my daughter um, does work within, um, you know, the mental health care. Mm -hmm. So she does work within public service. So if there's anybody that wants to know about public service loan forgiveness and and understands it, um, I, I would say that, you know, I'm probably one of the last of the Mohegans over here that understands the public service loan forgiveness because, you know, my daughter's attached to it. Um, The, you know, after that 10 year public service loan forgiveness right now, the way things are within the federal government, 
the next forgiveness piece happens after 20 years. So if you do not qualify for the public service loan forgiveness in 10 years, the only other way you can qualify for forgiveness is going to be if you have made payments on your loans for 20 years. And if you're doing some type of income-based repayment after 20 years, if you still have a balance, the federal government will um, you know, forgive any of that balance. But um, yeah, there is no such thing as immediate loan forgiveness. So in those scams, they're basically, they're saying they'll forgive it, tell you to stop making those payments and then you pay them instead. Well, what they, what they kind of do within those contracts is, is that they, they have it. The, the very last thing is, uh, and please note that we are just submitting the documents for you. You are still going to need to work with your loan servicer for your student loan payments. Mm -hmm. They are just going to submit the paperwork for you, whether that, you know, the entity that is currently holding your loans is going to accept that paperwork, um, you know, is up in the air. Uh, You know, they more than likely a loan servicer is going to question that. Right. the, The forms, because they're not really federal forms. Gotcha. That I, that I see. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Any other red yeah. flags or anything that, that they should look out for? Uh, they're 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 going they're going to pressure you. That once they get you on the phone and you're an active participant in speaking with them, they are going to want you to give them credit card information and to sign immediately. They uh, you know they don't want you. To go talk to, to somebody. To do what a financial <laughs> advisor would tell right. you. I would tell you, if somebody's presenting this to me, I would say, thank you for the information. Would you mind sending me the contract and possibly an email outlining everything you've told me? Yep. Because you need to process that. You need to look at it. Yep. If you're not 100% sure on that, then go to a financial advisor. I mean, the the customer I work with just recently, as soon as he hung up the phone, he knew that he didn't have a good feeling about it. Right. And, you know, and then he bounced it off somebody. You know, if they're a legitimate company, they would be happy to provide you with, you know, the documents that you would be required to sign and also memorialize, right? the conversation so that you have an email or something that you're going to be able to tie back to, but they're, they're not going to want to do that. If they, if they don't want to do that, then you don't want to do business with them. Yeah. I used to have a, a supervisor that would say if, if someone called that, so this, this advice goes for a lot of things because they used to say, uh, if someone called and and they need, if they need an answer today, the answer is (laughs) no. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like, you know, when you're when you're looking at student loans and student loan debt, it it is um, you know, it's it's right up there with mortgages and everything else as far as the amount of student loan debt that is out there. You you have to start looking at that as you would when you're looking at buying a house or buying a car. Mm-hmm. You have to be educated and make sure you know what you're getting for, you know, for the contract that you are, that, that you're signing. 
Right. Right. You need to understand what that company is going to do for you. And as you're looking at it, double check, because I promise you that you're going to find out you can do all the same stuff for free. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. All right. Anything, anything else before we move yeah. on? Well, you know, the only thing that I would always say is, you know, don't, don't do anything over the phone. Okay. Don't give people your social security number. They're going to be asking for that. Don't give your credit card information. What we did with our one customer, we were able to work within our offices, but we honestly had to you know, shut down that credit card, right? Because we just gave this credit card information to somebody, right. you know, and that you, you worry about ID theft and that. So please, you know, if you don't know these people um, and, and you're just talking to them on the phone and that, please, you know, keep your information to yourself on that. You, you don't want to get into worrying about identity theft or anything. Yeah. So it goes um, beyond just, like trying to steal 200 bucks from you and a monthly fee they're they they could potentially also be stealing your identity and then use and then a lot, a lot worse things could then start happening. A lot worse things can happen on it. So yeah, like, you know, like we always say, and, and sometimes we know it in the back of our mind, but sometimes we forget. Right. right. And like I said, these scam artists, they're crafty. They're good at what they do. They love getting you in the, on that hook or love, having you have that pain, right? They're going to hit a pain level for you that you just think you're talking to your best friend. They're not your friends. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So let's talk about the, the alternative. So if, Mm -hmm. if you, if you have a pain point, because maybe you, maybe you have too many uh, outstanding loans, maybe you're, 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 um, you're in default or you've got, Mm -hmm. you're just in over your head. What, What do you, what do you do? What do you do? That's a great question. What I would always advise my customers to do is, especially for your federal loans, okay, if they have defaulted, um, there are still ways to make good on that loan. The federal government is very good at trying to help you resolve this default, even if you defaulted five years ago. They are going to still have your records because I promise you that at some point for federal loans, the government will start either attaching some type of penalty to your wages. They can take wages from you. or They can take your income tax return. But if you do call them and try to set up some type of monthly payment agreement, you can always rehabilitate the loan. So first step that a customer or a borrower should do, especially if they have federal loans involved within um, their student debt, is they should go to studentaid.gov, okay? Mm -hmm. That is the Department of Education, and that is where you're going to be able to find information about student loans. There's going to be a section that is... Um, manage my loans and it's a great section for you under the manage the loans what you can do there is if your loan is in default you can click a button and it's going to give you direct contact to that area to help you work on your default 
If you are still going through repayment and let's say you want to possibly look at getting your repayments reduced because of your income, there's calculators there, again, for free. There's also information about loan forgiveness. It will tell you how you qualify to get loan forgiveness. Again, that is all going to be free. Um, for you to be able to use. So everything that scam artist just kind of told you that he's going to do for you, I think that you will find it on the studentaid.gov, that those resources are right there for you, free of charge. Um, also, check with, if you do have private loans, uh, you know, check with your lender directly. If you are having problems or anything, they will be able to also, you know, give you give you great resources. Um, one of the things that I pride myself on at, at being with First United is, is that um, I like being able to help people. I like being able to, you know, give them that truthful moment. When that customer called, he says, I, I think I did something dumb. I said, yeah, that wasn't the smartest thing you did. But the second say, but he did get smart when he did call me. Like I said, um, you know, uh, we will help you as much as we can navigate that. Right. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Any other, um, any other advice uh, that you can, that you can give any final thoughts well, before we, we move on? Thoughts. I would, I would always say, you know, if you think you've been involved in a student loan scam or you have questions about it, the federal government has the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. It's the CFPB. And what that is, is it is it is an area where you can go as a consumer, right? And you are able to go ahead and report these things. If you go on to the it's consumerfinance.gov, you can go in and file a report. You will also find interesting articles in that about student loan scams. Um, CFPB um, had a lawsuit probably about two years ago where they collected over $1.7 million from a student loan scammer nice. um, for unethical practices. So there is help out there for you, um, especially with the student loan scam. If you, you know, you're, if you're listening to me now and you're saying, oh my gosh, I, I did something like this two years ago and I've never been able to get out of it. Let somebody know. Let the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau know about that. They really are here to protect everybody's interest, you, you know, on that. Excellent. Well, and that seems like a good resource too. Uh, just if you're curious, like, does this seem like a scam? You can go look it up almost like uh, Snopes, right. like finding out if something is true or not. You can go exactly, find exactly. My, my mm -hmm. customer called. Yep. And, and, and when he sent me over the contract of what's the first thing I do, I Google everything. Right. I Google that company. <laughs> Right. Yep. And then you kind of go into news and you, you kind of go into it, but then you start seeing people either there's a forum for that company um, and things like that. But if it sounds too good to be true, Eric, at the end of the day, guess what? It probably is. That's, that's probably the, <laughs> the, the most appropriate advice, right? It's, it's, yes. It's the best life advice there is. Best life <laughs> advice. Like go, go with, go with your gut. If it doesn't, if you know your gut's telling you no, you got to trust that sometimes. And again, like we had said, take a day, 
to review everything. Don't do anything immediately. Have them follow up with it. And if you do do that, always please feel free to send it over to me. I would love to be able to see what other companies are doing because you (laughs) Until you connect, until somebody actually shares it with me, Eric, I really don't know, right? Yeah, we really don't right. know what's going on. Right, because there are going to be new scams every day out there. Right. And then as I looked at that one contract, boy, my, my blood pressure was going up with every with every bullet point. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, always, if you're able to get anything, go to a financial advisor. Go to your nearest First United if you're, if you're close to one of our offices. We'd be happy to kind of look at that. You know, it's 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 all to protect you. Absolutely. To protect your your finances and also to protect your identity, right? Like we were talking about. Um, it's kind of scary when you get people out there having your credit card information and exactly. everything. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Laura Helmick, business development officer and our student loan specialist here at First United. Thank you so much for for joining me today. Um, I appreciate your time. And uh, and you mentioned, you know, if someone has a question, they can reach out to you. How, how can they get in a hold with, of you? Yes, um, they can get um, in touch with me at my direct office number. And that's going to be 301-533-2333. Um, and also within our website, within the mybank.com, if you go to mybank.com backslash students, that is our student loan page. But within that page, um, there is my contact and email information. So I'm always happy to help um, with anything that you may have in regards to that. Excellent. Laura, thank you again so much. I really appreciate you joining me for second episode in a row. You're welcome, Eric. My pleasure. All right. Look forward to having you again. That brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. You can also leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. Wait, dinner's on me tonight. Now we can split the bill if you want. No, I got this. I bank with First United. What does where you bank have to do with who pays for dinner? My U-First Platinum checking comes with the U-First app powered by Bazing, so I get discounts on all my favorite restaurants and stores. So tonight's on me. I'm not going to turn down that offer. I didn't know banks did that. My bank does. First United, my bank for life. Member FDIC. This recording is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank and Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.